I am a climate. I'm a climate. I'm a climate. Welcome to Planet of the Climates. Planet of the Climates is a community-organized podcast bringing you the latest information and insight into the ClimaDAO ecosystem. Klima is a blockchain protocol backed by carbon credits that gives people the opportunity to fight climate change as a collective and get rewarded for doing so. I'm Phaedrus, and I'm going to be your host on this adventure. I'm joined, as usual, by my good friends and co-hosts, Reg and Diamond Hands. Today's episode is our very first dedicated Klima News update episode, where we'll share all the latest and, of course, drop some alpha for you, too. We'll be publishing these news updates on a bi-weekly basis, alternating with our guest interviews going forward. So let's get started with a little focus on some news regarding the podcast itself. If you haven't checked it out, we just dropped our eighth episode on our podcast platforms, and that's an interview with Moss Earth CEO and founder Luis Adaimi. That was a great conversation that we had, and I know that episode is picking up a lot of steam. Uh, our producer Don has shared some great numbers about that one. I don't know. Yeah, Reg and Diamond has. Did you have any, you know, thoughts on it? It really struck me to really hear our second partner brought into the uh, treasury and hear the story of Moss and how it was formed. Yeah, I learned that Brazil is the Saudi Arabia of carbon market, which was really just like if you had to describe the whole thing in one sentence, I think that that was kind of framed the issue really nicely for them, I think. But uh, Luis was a great guest. I really learned quite a bit about the carbon markets and also about Moss's plans for kind of digitizing the certification process so that it can scale at a faster rate. So really, the way they're partnering with Klima is is really synergistic. Yeah, I was thinking the same as well. Like, Luis is down to earth, and he's always on the ground understanding the whole situation in Brazil and, you know, in, in the projects, which he's very passionate about. And that speaks a lot about the partner that we bring in, and we are very thankful to have him as one of our newest partners. Definitely something that makes me really happy. And, you know, the, with the recent news about biggest airlines in the world, all using them as an offset, that shows that this is the beginning of something new, right? Like, it's a time for a massive change. Like, he talked about the Green Swan event, and I'm starting to see this is happening very soon. Yeah, that that's so cool. And I think, like, with Klima, I think what a lot of us are excited about is that real-world application of, you know, DeFi, DeFi 2.0, and just what, what better example. I know somebody had tweeted out kind of their their flight pass, flipped it over and showed the back saying they had offset their goal flight with Moss. And that's just so cool. And, you know, just imagine what's around the corner for us with Klima and all of our potential partnerships out there in the real world too. Definitely just getting started. Next up, regarding the podcast, if you hadn't paid attention, we were kind of pretty honored to realize Good Pods really uh, seems to be a big fan of the show. So hello, Good Pods, if you're tuning in. <laughs> we were pretty proud that we hit number one in your finance rankings there a couple, uh, about a week or so back. And we're getting featured in your staff picks. I know for a lot of people, yeah, they discovered like Klima through the Bankless podcast. And in one of these rankings, you know, Klima was above Bankless too. So that was just pretty mind-blowing to realize. <laughs> To, to kind of dethrone the, the, the podcast that brought a lot of attention to us. Really, really honored to have that, that opportunity to dethrone them for a while. But definitely, yeah, bow down to them. They're still the king of podcasts in the crypto world. Definitely, it's really a, a moment for us to, you know, just celebrate a little and how we started from 
you know, having a conversation, uh, just the three of us having a random conversation about starting Twitter spaces to where we are today, how a simple conversation had led to a full-fledged podcast channel and now being number one on Good Pods, definitely amazing journey. I love that, that we're able to kind of bring content regarding Klima itself. We're also expanding into just climate action where we've invited climate scientists on the show to really try and educate people too. Because a lot of people have told us that, and myself included, have learned quite a bit about climate action just from being involved in Klima. I think it's great to play that role and just kind of educate ourselves and take people on the journey with us. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And that's the, you know, that's the beauty of the DAO, getting to work together, work alongside uh, you two has just been a highlight for me too. Likewise. And I mean, my next bullet point kind of asks you as a listener, what's your Klima story? You know, like I think the three of us have just been loving the ride so far. Share your Klima story with us. We've got a link that we've been pushing out on Twitter and we've got some great ones already that we're going to share with you at the end of today's show. But you can hit up the link. We'll have it in the show notes. It's sayhi.chat slash P-O-T-K. And just, you know, it's your chance to share your Klima story. Why are you a climate? And if you've got questions, comments, or heck, even if you've got FUD, uh, we'll bring forward the best responses, the best entries that we get. And we'll be uh, looking forward to featuring those on future episodes. Last little update from me is, again, my role or kind of where I've offered to help out with the DAO is in you know market research and I'm pretty excited to say that we've got a a climate survey we had so many responses to this back at the end of 2021 into the new year and we're just ready to start sharing the results with you so stay tuned but yeah just a few little teasers and highlights for you too for example did you know that our number one demographic for geographic location is Europe. 41% of our climates that responded were from Europe versus like 37 from North America. We know we didn't capture the country people are in, but we did get those by continent. So we'll have to drill deeper. But one question I thought was quite interesting was the investment horizon of climates. And I'm just sharing this. This is, you know, alpha for people too. But we had 760 respondents to this survey and 83% have long-term investment horizons with Klima. I think that's smart, first of all. This is a long-term project. I mean, it's right in the vision. This is developing a carbon-backed currency. That doesn't happen overnight. It's challenging. You have to inflate the supply. You can't have a currency with a million tokens, right? It has to be like in hundreds of millions. And that takes time to build up to that. But definitely be in it for the long haul. Yeah, it's great. The vast majority of our climates have got their eyes on that long-term vision, long-term mission too. But yeah, speaking of climates, I know Diamond Hands, you're kind of tapped into what's going on with the uh, community there. Do you have some other news? Yeah. So from what I heard, that we are actually going to roll out this massive community event that should be happening April. It's going to be called Klimapalooza. Uh, there's this funny thing that it, it started off as a funny joke that we would call Climax, but it was like, that oh, <laughs> doesn't really sound that good. But Palooza was a really fun name that kind of stuck and that was something that we are really looking forward to because from what I understand, we might have like big partners coming in, this Klima Infinity partners, we might have a special gaming tournament happening, we might even have like um, Dionysus. Fun fact, he used to be a DJ and he might be doing a set during Palooza. So I'm really definitely looking forward towards that. But it's only country music, though. He only spins oh. country music. <laughs> 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 Nothing wrong with that, buddy. Yeah. I love bluegrass, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm very excited to see that. Take that aside, other than Palooza, I think in the downtime, right, what really stands out is the community itself. 
the amount of moderators we have, the community spirit that we have in the main Discord, that's something that I think it's really remarkable. We start to see people who are not moderators, you know, coming on, helping to fight for it. But uh, also, yeah, just let's give a shout out to the mods because from time and time again, we hear, I mean, you can get burnt out because basically what a moderator does in our server is they chat to people on the different channels. And, you know, when the price is going down, people get really upset and they come in there and they start calling people names or saying mean things. And we want to be soft, right? We want to not just ban people just because they don't like our what's going on. We, we're, we try and engage with people, work with them and educate them if they're willing to listen you know that you've got moderators going to teach you but it's that's taxing right because after you kind of talk to one person a new person rolls in and starts saying mean things and you get okay you got to talk to this person now so big shout out to all the people who spend time engaging with people it, it really i think makes a big difference yeah definitely whether you're a moderator or not i think you guys deserve a pat on the back and on another note I think any everyone has probably seen this. It would have been featured on multiple big publications like Wall Street Journal, Bloomberg, Nasdaq, The Times, Coin Telegraph as well. We are getting attention on mainstream media and that says a lot because like you know it's not easy for a, a particular protocol to be featured on such mainstream media, right? And I think the highlight would be definitely the Wall Street Journal that it's not on digital but on print as well so i think that was definitely a proud moment for all of us here at Klima. yeah the one that really resonated with me too like is definitely the wall street journal is the headline one for us but the bloomberg one it was kind of a listicle but it was the fact that it wasn't an article about crypto it was an article about what are the top 15 things you can do to offset your footprint and then here is Klima in the middle of this mainstream publication on a mainstream list about what you can do to offset your footprint. Here's Klima already in the conversation about how you can offset your footprint. Yeah, the articles kind of set in motion some interesting events because the gold standard CEO, Margaret Kim, she gave a quote that was um, somewhat confrontational to Klima saying like it's these teams are anonymous. That's a big risk. But, you know, it's interesting because then that sparked a few tweets back and forth between different uh, core members and her. I think it's set in motion. Like these things, you know, they may seem on the surface at first a little bit negative. But if you're willing, like we are, to push this forward and develop the on-chain carbon economy, then it's a step towards engagement, right? And so even if the initial engagement is a little bit standoffish, at least it's an engagement. And they've recognized us. They recognize that we're having an effect and this is something to monitor, just like kind of like what I was saying earlier about us being at this, this junction. So now, you know, it's opened up some avenues of communication, which is very important because, you know, what we want is for these organizations to start to recognize the digital carbon economy as an extension of the traditional carbon economy. And I think that's in motion very quickly, actually, too. Yeah, yeah. I, the funny thing was, I during the one of the recent partnership informal chat, the lead, uh, Sai Ziki, was sharing that we're having so much inbound requests to the point where we haven't had a time to go outbound yet. You know, down the road, the next next one to two quarter, it's I think it's going to be really crazy. Yeah. So let's talk about commitment a little bit. So because you know the broad market was crashing pretty significantly, I mean to put it in context. 
Ethereum was already on a downward trend for two months, basically. And, and then a few days ago, it was down 16% in a single day. And Clima was no different. We've been on a downtrend too in the same kind of broader market, you know. Now with the Olympus mechanisms, which is what Clima is, is built on, there are certain kind of guarantees that are embedded into this protocol. One being that we don't want the Clima token to be trading below our base asset, which is the value of a BCT token. One BCT backs each Clima token, right? So our base asset is not a stable coin, right? It's a tokenized carbon asset. So we have to think about this a little bit differently than, say, Olympus DAO, where all they're doing is kind of releasing stable coins. We don't really want to be releasing carbon, right? I mean, that's kind of like pollution. <laughs> it's like the anti-emission of Klima, right? So, I mean, this had already been thought about for a while, but, you know, we felt the need to really put this down on paper and release it, which was the Roots of Resilience article that was released on Medium. And... This lays out our plans if in the event that the price were to drop down that low. Now, it hasn't, and we've seen a bit of an uptrend. It doesn't seem to be an imminent issue, but we wanted to put it out there so people had some guidance to understand how we were going to do it. Because the last thing you want is for people to start speculating and think like, oh, are they just going to release a bunch of BCT and crash the market or what's going to happen? So really elegant mechanism, uh, definitely worth a read. And hopefully, you know, there's something that won't be necessary, but if it is, I view it as a very sound plan, which still looks to the long-term future of Klima. This is not like a bankruptcy liquidation event. This is a situation that I guess the way to visualize it would be like kind of shrinking back in on yourself, but soaking in value as you're doing it. And then once everything is stabilized, you can resume relatively normal operations and you'd actually be in a stronger place than where you started from. Very reassuring, I think, for people to see. Like, honestly, like the day after this was released, the market kind of stabilized. And I think that uh, people kind of had some reassurance based on that this plan was actually very solid for how to manage the protocol and for long-term health of the protocol, even facing, you know, really kind of bad market conditions. Yeah, I think that's so excellent for people to hear. You know, it's absolutely normal for anxiety, uncertainty, stress, all this stuff. When your investment, the value is going down in terms of the market value. But just, you know, the way you were describing it there, Reg, that roots of resilience, that idea that not only are there mechanisms in place to protect the protocol and to protect, you know, the future of Klima, but that if and when such a severe shock were to happen, we would actually be a little bit stronger. Yeah, definitely. That's the thing about these protocols is they are not fragile if they're managed correctly, right? But the people in the policy team are so smart and just careful, conservative. They model everything out. And I think, yeah, I've said this before, we're in very good hands. Yeah, happy to have those gigabrains uh, in the DAO for sure. And I really love the title, Roots of Resilience. It's just like how we can weather through all kinds of issues they're going through. And, and that's something really speaks a lot about the idea of the whole article about root of, root of resilience. And I think this is something that I'm very proud of. These are really good articles that we had that really showcases like we are really here to stay. This is not something that we'll be here for one month, 10 months, or even three years. It's like we are here for decades and decades to come. Yeah. KIP 8 passed, uh, Klima USDC LP bonds have been live for about a week now. And 
are a very important cornerstone, really, of this future currency vision of Klima, hmm. you know, being the trading pair for tokenized carbon assets on chain and all value running through the Klima token, making it a currency. So this is very, very important for the long-term health and success of the protocol. Uh, so very bullish on that. And Moss bond capacity also was bumped up a bit recently. Moss, this MCO2 token has been very well performing. It's a very high quality carbon offset credit. And during this little like crash, the uh, token price went down, I think almost like less than $5 a token. And the Moss CEO, Louisa Dame, who we just interviewed, put out a tweet pointing out this arbitrary, <laughs> this ridiculous disparity between the on-chain price and the off-chain price. And that price discrepancy closed pretty quickly after that. I think within a day, it was up 150% the token. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's kind of it for our, our roundtable news that we're hoping to share in this episode. But off the top, I talked about the, you know, we want to hear your Klima story. And we had some great entries just in the first few days of putting a tweet out and soliciting some input. So what we're going to do here is, you know, hopefully this becomes a little bit of a, a regular segment is where we get to feature your input and, you know, hit us up with your, your thoughts, your story, your comments, your questions. So we're going to roll a few here for you. And I think this first one we're going to play is from James Co. So I'll try to tell the whole story in 90 seconds. Aped it to own, 2X'd it overnight, was about to sell it, but then something made me realize how big it is and how aligned my ideas of crypto are with the long-term vision of Ohm and that it's really, really necessary. So I've been hanging out in Ohm Discord since and found out about Klima, realized how big this is going to be because it's like Ohm on steroids. You've got an underlying asset in the treasury that will appreciate in value. Combine that with the possibility for Wall Street bets like, you know, GameStop short squeeze. But here the naked shorters are not hedge funds, but they're the big polluters and they're naked short the environment. So combine that with the greed of crypto degens, I think we've got a really, really interesting year ahead of us. Yeah, that's the big thing, right? The idea that we're accumulating these assets and increasing their price. So they're not stable coins. And so the treasury will grow hopefully exponentially. Exactly. Spoiler alert, you're not late. <laughs> Next voice message we had was from the Web3 altruist, Trey. Let's hear what you got to say. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Trace, and I'm a climate for a lot of reasons. The main one being that Clean was the first time in my life I felt like I could actually do something about climate change. I'm really excited about how Klima is using blockchain tech and the Olympus model to have measurable real-world impacts right off the bat. And I'm pretty blown away by what we've already accomplished in our short time being around. The community is just fantastic, very welcoming, but also just so intelligent and thoughtful and experienced. It's kind of really pushing me to improve myself and try to learn more as much as I can and be able to contribute in some meaningful way. So overall, it's just a great community. Love it and love the podcast, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, we love you and we love our climates who are listening to the podcast. Definitely a great sentiment there about, you know, climate being an opportunity to actually do something about climate change. I think that's the key thing, right? Like it shows a lot. Like earlier on, we spoke about the community itself. This shows that the community team of climate at work Anyone who comes on board, it's welcome, you know, and we are always trying to push out as much educational content so that, you know, 
everyone gets educated, understand how it works, and you know, forming that hive mindset for everyone to be on uh, sharing together. I think that's really that amazing. Like this is something that I feel it's really uh, makes me really happy to hear that you know the community is really growing. That's something I'm really really happy about. Yeah, I, this resonated with me. I, I was right there with him in terms of the idea that this is the first time I've uh, thought of actually having. A an actual impact on the climate action. I mean, you can make some personal changes, but just the magnitude of the problem is uh, beyond any individual's control. So it has to be a kind of a collective effort, a global coordination, and using financial incentives to actually change behavior is, very, is quite powerful. So yeah, I think this is just a fantastic opportunity to learn. And that was, I think, a great comment. Yeah, definitely. Next up, we've got small bills. <laughs> Are you sure that's a real name? Are you sure that's the pronunciation? That may or may not be, but Small Bills here has got a very poignant message, actually. I am a climate because I have to hand over this beautiful world to my children someday. Yeah, same here. I have two young kids and I want to leave planet Earth in better shape than I inherited it from uh, from the generation and the couple generations behind us. And so... I think that uh, I think that that's a powerful message for uh, for why people are getting involved. Yeah, ultimately, we are doing this not just for ourselves, but for our generations to come. Yeah, comments like that get me all up in my feels here. So that's uh, yeah, it's nothing more important than that. That's pretty cool. Thanks for that uh, feedback there. <laughs> Last one we're going to share with you on the episode today is from Eth Pancake. Hi there, my name is Whispering Pancake. Okay, it's not really whispering pancake, but that's how I'm known on the ClimateDAO Discord. I'm a climate because I believe in the project's vision of making pollution more expensive until the groups creating the most stock for economic reasons. And while you're listening, stop 99ing too. <laughs> 99 serves a purpose in terms of having more utility for the climate token. It's really for high-level risk takers. Definitely approach with care. Even me being a very conservative 99, I also got affected by the, the cascading liquidations, right? So, uh, yeah, speaks to me, speaks to me a lot. Definitely, I feel that, you know, after the whole situation of the cascading liquidation across all in the market, right? I finally realized the reason why people keep saying like 3 3 is the ultimate strategy and it holds truth to today. That you know, in a in a good in a good market or in a downturn, right? Three three is still the way to go. Yeah. So for the listeners, uh, nine nine means uh, taking a leveraged long position, which means you borrow some stable coins against your climate tokens, and then uh, use those to buy more climate tokens, take them, and then deposit them as collateral to reduce your liquidation price. And it's it's pretty complicated. You know, it takes some time to get your head around. I tried it out for a little bit just to learn about it, and then I deleveraged and withdrew. So it it's not worth it. Things move fast. It's not worth the the anxiety, but uh, you know it's something that uh, is a tool uh, for sophisticated users. There's a lot of variables when it comes to crypto and leverage that can make it difficult to unwind a position and, and get out of something safely if you need to. Just because, as we mentioned, liquidity can be an issue. Market moves fast. Um, my advice, general advice, not financial advice for people is don't nine nine, meaning don't take leverage positions. Unless you have really done your homework or, you know, if you just want to practice on it and kind of learn about it, do a small amount and don't overexpose yourself. 
So yeah, thank you everybody who did send in your Mike Lima story. We're still looking forward to hearing from more of you too. So hit up sayhi.chat slash P-O-T-K. Tell us your story. We'd love to hear any questions, comments, feedback on the show too. Got uh, guest ideas, anything. Just hit us up and join the conversation. And we would love to, yeah, feature you and respond on a future show too. Yeah, so that kind of wraps it for our first, our inaugural news update Planet of the Climates podcast here. We hope you enjoyed the news that we were able to share, the conversations we were able to have through the uh, voicemails here too. Yeah, just overall, for everything Klima, make sure you're hitting up klimadao.finance. Of course, that's your primary home where you can stake bond. And I think we would all agree, uh, most importantly, find the link to the Dow Discord community. Because as a DAO, as a decentralized autonomous organization, Klima is community-driven just like this very podcast. So if you join us in the Discord, you'll find a great group of climates and plenty of opportunities to contribute and be as active as a climate as you would like to be too. So we look forward to saying hello once again on the very next Planet of the Climates. <laughs>